0: Hi, how are you?
1: Hi, guys, hello, hey, Mary, hey, Senna, hey, Schmeagle, Red of Bread. I already said hi to Mary. Luke, hey! Welcome, welcome, you guys.
2: yeah sorry oh, i it muted i was, I was just like, trying to get this a little bit bigger so i can see chat Hold it's on, spider cookie. Gotta, hello
1: and thank you for the follow i spider sorry i was trying to pick her up why couldn't hear uh mcnally rambler always says my name with excitement because you're so nice and like cool that's why i always do i'm like hey, spiegel <laughs>
2: why are you spot why are you disappointing now i'm just trying to get a little bit bigger okay with the short McNally
1: jokes just trying to get a little bit
2: <laughs> five eight is but the average is- height for the mega <laughs> male
1: but how is everyone this Friday? Probably better than me, because I'm sick. Yo, Chris. Hey, yo, Krista. Long time no see. I didn't forget about you, Spider. I literally just saw you. And I saw the follow. I was trying to figure out shit. <laughs> I'm doing sorry. I'm good. I'm sorry.
2: Carry you on my back, Mickey. Oh, thank you, Chris.
1: <laughs> but I'm Always doing gotta okay. have I'm like just that. recovering from a cold, so. What? Now we oh, talk on the time, Rambler. Breath. Bruh, I don't even remember the last time I saw you.
2: <laughs> Listen, he's but a busy man, Chris.
1: Yo, no, I understand he's busy though. I I'm not gonna I'm not gonna give him grief. <laughs> Bro, we've been playing Val. Nuh-uh. But we we need to though. We need to. I need to get back on Val. I really do. I miss it. Like it's like a drug, like I'm shaking. I get those shivers. No shorty jokes all the way. <laughs> You guys playing GTA today, right? Yo, we should do GTA (laughs) roleplay. I heard about
2: that. I I looked into like join because the only one I know is the no pixel one with all the famous people on it. Yeah. You know, it's a a year wait to get a spot.
1: A year? Fuck that shit. A year wait. It's not even going to be popular in a year. No, I bought two new VR games. Ooh, what VR games do you get? Which ones? Oh, excuse me.
2: How are you doing my favorite Polish boy? Oh, (laughs) <laughs> Hello Luke, how are you? Who's so, least be- favorite be- since you know?
1: Yeah, so who's going to do introductions today, is it me or you, uh, McNally?
2: I suppose it's me, I mean it was pop over a year ago, so yeah that's true, I just Doesn't learned about it.
1: recently. next year. <laughs> that's the thing with trends, unfortunately. But I want to do RP, because honestly, I used to play um, a lot of VR chat like a couple months ago, and that shit's fun. <laughs> so i feel like it's very similar but you know in gta but i would have to mm-hmm. get the game on
2: pc so okay ready to start yeah I'll, i guess i'll introduce us hello everybody my name is mcnally and this is rambler or nervous rambler I'm we are nervous. both twitch we are both twitch streamers uh and this is our podcast otl podcast on the low podcast we do it every other friday except we had some scheduling issues and some life things last Friday, so we're doing it this Friday. Um, but today we are talking about relationships and I guess the state of relationships, just everything relationships. Yeah. Because we're both young people-ish, we're young-ish, you know, young. we're into our 20s. Uh-uh, I'm
1: young, I'm youthful.
2: I guess it's a state of mind.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs>
2: Uh, It's a state of mind, yeah. You can be, you can be 40, you know, or 30 and flirty. That, yeah.
1: 30 and flirty. I actually like that.
2: Yeah, you can be 40 and flirty. So, yeah. So, we're going to talk about relationships. We do have some videos that we are going to be referencing, and I think Rambler picked out some, I don't know if we're going to watch a whole video or if she picked out certain parts of the video and we're going to talk about it. Yeah um
1: i found one video that i think kind of just sums up everything that we talked about mcnally because i we're only gonna be doing this for an hour we don't have time to watch like three 12-minute right. videos because i want to hear everyone's opinions about this too especially yours mcnally because i kind of understand it from a girl's perspective but i don't really understand it from a male's perspective and because um, i've been watching a lot of by the way sort of like the inspiration behind the t- today's topic i've been watching a lot of like relationship podcasts lately like fresh and fit kevin samuels um who else oh my god uh the roommates just sort of like the current state with um the dating scene and i guess how it's a bit like sort of uh, more beneficial to the women nowadays like there's more higher standards when it comes to like what kind of diet guys they want to date and i feel like i've seen like a, a like a dynamic shift i think with relationships and i've i've become more more curious about it especially because you know i'm being older and you know buying commitments becoming more important to me now and um i thought i would kind of hear different perspectives on that especially mcnally's because it's like i get it from like their point of view but i want to because but they talk about like high value men and rich guys or whatever but i really do want to hear like average everyday people's opinions on it because at the end of the day those are the people who are going to be in more committed relationships um but, um, but the thing is, um, just to put out, put this out there, not calling anyone out, but we can't really respond too much to chat during the podcast because then we'll spend an hour just responding to chat because you guys say a lot and you guys have a lot of great stuff to say. Uh, but we want to keep it at a minimum. Minimum, and towards the end of the podcast, we'll actually invite you guys on a voice call if you want, or if you want to do it in chat to, uh, you know, tell us what you think, like any questions you have for us, and your opinions on what we said or what you see in the video. So we're not gonna ignore you. Just putting that out there. But we will be reading your chat. But we, we'll we just want to like be productive, and so me and McNally have a conversation because I really do want to hear what McNally has to say about it because. If feel like I kind of already like have my own consensus or whatever, but, um, yeah, I definitely want to hear like what we all have to say, but we'll definitely like, if we say anything really good in the chat, we'll, you know, we'll talk about it, but just to be like, you know, uh, what, what is it? Conscientious of our time um and you know mcnally's time and, and keep time. it keep it keep an it, hour yeah keep it like an hour because that last time that two hours drained the hell out of me, <laughs> me so too. yeah I'm i was exhausted. like i ended i ended my stream early because i was just tired so anyways, oh, i only did
2: a 45 minutes
1: Yo, i did longer than that but by an hour maybe not even that long honestly so like, yeah, so I'm rambling, <laughs> uh, but let's get on to it. So we actually, we're going to start off with a uh, a video just to, you know, start out the conversation. I'm going to turn this music off. You're going to see my Spotify account in, like, a hot second because I don't have a stream deck to turn that off. Um, so, <clears throat> yeah, the, the edit scene. Hold on, video screen. Okay. Oh, shit, I didn't do the, do the, the the video capture oh wait display capture okay sorry guys i'm like so on it you know
2: uh Smeagol, we uh
1: Yeah, I'll be doing that after this one. Um, as far as Apple Podcasts, I don't know, like, specific- oh, wait, can they hear me? Yeah, they probably can hear me. Oh, wait, they probably can't even hear you, though. Shit. I made a new scene, like, last minute. Hold on, guys. Sorry. I get- no. It's been, like, a hell week, seriously. Like, I gotta hold up. Because they can't hear you right now, actually. There we go. Okay, now now I can hear you. So as far as like specific podcasts, I don't know how to upload there, but I'm using an an app called Anchor and it's supposed to distribute your podcast or whatever you upload to different platforms. So I'm assuming they would put on Apple Podcasts, but I'm not sure. I'll check it out some more, but definitely will try my best to put on Apple Podcasts. But anyways, um, anyways, um, so for today's video, we're going to be watching, it's called How Modern Dating Culture Stops Him From Taking You Seriously. And it says him but I feel like the conversation was, it could be applied very generally. So it's 17 minutes, not too long. And, uh, yeah, we can just go from there. We'll watch the video and we'll talk a little bit more about it after it's done. So yeah. Okay. So let me know, can you guys, let me know if you can hear the video.
3: Now, why do they feel this way? Because they want to create something real. Chances are, if you're watching this video, I don't need to be a mind-reader to know that an enormous number of people watching this video right now feel this. Dating sucks. (laughs) Now, why do they feel this way? Because they want to create something real. Chances are, if you're watching this video, you want to create something real. You want to find someone who values you. Find someone who invests in you. Who you can invest in. Someone who you can build something enduring with. But instead, here's what you get. Casual dating, meaningless hookups, and mixed confusing ass signals. Now this leaves people very frustrated. It leaves them wondering if what they're looking for is actually out there. I recently ran an exclusive closed door event for my closest clients. It was invite only, and I made them one promise I am going to talk all day about how to create a real and lasting relationship and avoid the casual dating hookup culture we feel like we're currently existing in. What I'm about to show you is a clip from that private event. A moment that highlights the frustration people are feeling right now that we're talking about here. And watch all the way to the end, because after that clip, I'm going to join you back here to show you a strange, counterintuitive way that that frustration I'm talking about could actually be costing you the real relationship you're looking for. Check it out.
0: Hi, Matthew. Good to see you. Welcome back to NYC. Uh, Thank you for having me. The content that you have today is really amazing. I'm really happy to be here. That's first of all. Thank you. Um, recently, I had a conversation with a gentleman who said to me, you know, Cecilia, you are intimidating to men. You are too smart. Guys can't get over on you, and that's gonna be a problem for you. And I thought, I don't want a guy in my life that I'm, that's gonna be intimidated by my strength. I want someone that's gonna embrace my strength and who I am as a human being and as a woman. Mm. As I get older, I find that it is a little harder um, and I ask, how can I allow myself to be open to love, finding a great partner who's going to embrace who I am?
3: Well, I, What you're saying is works on the presumption that men inherently find smart women unattractive or intimidating. Some men are intimidated by smart women. Some men are intimidated by women who have found their purpose, who have found something that they really enjoy doing. Especially if they haven't, if those men haven't found what they enjoy doing. Um, some men are intimidated by women who go to the gym a lot. <laughs> Especially if they can't get themselves to kind of get into a routine with that. I mean, I just think that the, the higher a frequency you're living on, the less people are going to be either available to you or desirable to you.
0: So how do I find love if that's the case? My pool is getting smaller and smaller. I'm not getting any younger. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs>
3: well, I just think, I just think that it doesn't, it doesn't help you to think about it in, in the macro like that. Like you're thinking about it at this bird's-eye view of, you know, my pool is getting smaller, and men don't like they are intimidated by intelligent women and this and that. And I just, I don't... My friend is a doctor, and he told me a phrase once. He said, statistics don't matter to the individual. (laughs) In medicine, when someone has a rare disease, The fact that only one in a 100,000 people get that disease is irrelevant to the person that got the disease, (laughs) right? Statistics don't matter to the individual. And I would say that on a relationship level, statistics don't matter to you either and won't matter to you when you meet someone special. it won't matter to you what the economics are right now of finding a relationship. It only matters to you now because those are the terms that you're thinking in. And I just don't, I don't think that it serves you to think if in those terms. If I had thought in those terms about business, I never would have started a business. The results of businesses succeeding, new businesses, are so low that if you went by that, you would never start a business. But I didn't start a business to overcome the odds of business. I started a business because I had something I really wanted to say and do, and I wanted to live a life where I wasn't going into a job I hated. So it was a different thing driving me. And I understand your point. I'm not minimizing that it's difficult to find someone special. It it is. It 100% is. The good news is that everyone's feeling the same way, right? Everyone's feeling that. No one, you know, it's, it's really hard no matter who you are. You could be a person that, like, a hundred men are throwing themselves at you a day. It still doesn't mean you're going to find any you want to spend your life with. It's just hard for everyone. But again, I don't think that it's because you're smart. I just think that the more you achieve in life, and the more you drive yourself, the less people you feel, you could still connect to everybody, because I think there's something to learn from everyone. But there are less people that will just resonate on that frequency that you're on. And, And, you know, that's okay. That just means you have high standards, and you have to keep doing it. And if your view is, I can't keep doing it, Then I say, what is the thing that you keep doing that you're deciding you're not going to do anymore? I would like to know, Cecilia, if you said to me, Matt, the whole point of me saying this is because I'm about to give up. What are you giving up? That's what I want to know. What's the behavior? What's the thing that you're going to stop doing because you're sick and tired of not meeting the right man? Tell me that.
0: I don't know because I think I'm doing a lot of different things to try to meet the right guy. So what's
3: the thing that is disrupting your life right now that you don't want to do anymore?
0: don't want to worry about it, I want it to happen organically.
3: Okay, but like what does that mean? Well, you, want to ha- well, you, you want it to happen when you're okay. laying in bed?
0: I'm standing at a cafe, I'm going to use one of your lines, standing at a cafe and actually start chatting with someone. Okay, great,
3: but that's not organic,
0: well, that's you organic. trying.
3: So, again, what's the thing, like, I'm challenging right now, and I know you can take it, but I, I, I don't know what your question is. Is your question, is it hard to meet someone that you spend the rest of your life with? Yes. Is your question, do I really want this? I think probably the answer is yes. Yes. Right? Because it's an experience of life you want to have. Is your question, I, should I give up? Well, to that I respond. What are you giving up? Leaving the house? What are you giving up? Not doing new things? What are you giving up? Going on dates sometimes? What's the thing that you would give up? I challenge all of you. What's the thing you would give up? Because to me, none of the things that you do to meet someone apart from spending hours and hours online, which I don't support anyway. But none of the things that you do to meet someone are things that wouldn't be good for your life anyway. If I took off the table the idea of ever meeting your dream guy, let's just remove that. I take it off the table. Never gonna happen. I've, I've literally made sure that that can't happen for you. I've eliminated every man on earth that could be <laughs> your perfect man. Okay. I'm curious as to how many of you would stop having conversations with people in general. How many people would say, well, since I can't find the one, I'm just going to stop socializing. I'm just going to stop going on dates at all, you know, I'm going to give up the whole sex thing. Like, I'm going to just, I'm not going to do any of this. I don't buy it for a second. What you would do is you'd say, okay, well, I guess I'll go on some fun dates that won't turn out to be the one, but, you know, I'll just have some fun times. You know, go out and enjoy meeting new people, stay curious, get to know people's stories, and I'll make the best of it. But I can't give up this part of me because it's in me. It is me. It's, it's part of me being a woman who wants to go out there and explore and meet people and connect and be intimate and be, be warm and be affectionate. I'm not going to give up all of that. Cecilia, what you have to ask yourself is, I get the frustration, I get it. And I'm not minimizing that. I understand the the frustration of searching for someone really special and it's, and right now it's not happening. That person isn't there. But you have to get back to that question. What would I do differently if I decided to give up the search? What would I give what what thing would I give up in my life? Because I put to you that it would be very hard for you to name something that you would give up that wouldn't cost you in other ways that wouldn't actually hurt your sense of joy and fun and fulfillment in other ways by deciding this isn't for me i can't see it what would you stop dating dating's fun like f- like even if it's not the love of your life like going on a date and sometimes there's chemistry or sometimes you get a new friend out of it or sometimes who knows like Would you really give up any connection to the opposite sex? Like, I don't know. I can't see it. I can't see it. So, I think that there's so many things we do in pursuit of that person that are worth doing for their own sake that it's almost not even worth worrying about in the way that you're worrying about it. It's just like, just keep taking chances. Keep being proactive. Keep being the kind of person that steps out of her comfort zone. Keep being the kind of person that puts herself around other people. Keep being the type of person that is open to experiences in life. In that is being open to love, but we don't even need to call it that. Just be someone who's open to experiences. And should you find yourself in a situation where it seems to be getting intimate or whatever, and you like the person, do everything we've talked about today to make sure that you give yourself the best possible chance of being taken seriously by that person. Let's keep going. Thank you so much, by the way. Um, uh, Who, we had a microphone down here, yes. Look, I want to make one thing clear. Whilst I believe that there are many things that we do that will bring us a relationship that are good for their own sake and worth doing even if they don't bring us the love of our life, I understand and respect how hard it is out there. You are dealing with so much crap. People who have just the worst behavior, people who will do anything to use you, people who will string you along even though they have no intention of taking things anywhere meaningful or serious. The frustration you have with that is 1000% understandable. But that frustration has a bad side effect for your love life. That frustration leads to the feeling that there really isn't anyone out there, or at least the suspicion that that thing you've always been looking for might never come. That leads to a scarcity mindset. When you have a scarcity mindset, it puts you in a dangerous position because when someone comes along who has even a mild connection with you, someone who shows you a glimpse of what you're looking for, you latch on. You get so excited about it, so grateful for it, that you'll do anything to keep it. Now, that's very dangerous because when you'll do anything to keep something, when you see the potential of it and you'll do whatever you can to make sure that goes somewhere, you start being more forgiving of bad behaviour. And maybe not even bad behaviour, but someone not giving you what you want, someone treating you worse than you deserve. Someone not truly investing in you. We start making excuses for them. We start justifying it because, God forbid, it goes away altogether. When would you find someone again? You have a connection, you want to hold on to it, right? Now, here's the really dangerous part when you start accepting worse behavior, this person begins to value you less. So it looks like this. Having a scarcity mindset about what's out there makes us accept worse behavior from the person we're with. When they see us accepting bad behavior from them or low investment from them, they stop taking us seriously because they look at us and consciously or unconsciously they think, what kind of person would allow me to treat them like this? not someone that I should take seriously, not someone that I would have a relationship with. So now, even if that person had the potential to have a relationship with you, they're starting to see you as lower value. They're starting to see you as someone who may not be worthy of a real relationship because you're treating yourself like you're not worthy of a real relationship. So, the irony of all of this is the thing you value the most, which you're letting get away with murder because you value it the most, now values you less precisely because that's what you're doing. So I'm talking to you right now if you are looking for something real. Because let me tell you this, if you want to attract the real, you have to be prepared to sacrifice the bullshit. And when I say the bullshit, I mean the bullshit version of a relationship that you're currently being offered, the pseudo-relationship, the halfway house, the breadcrumbing that you're sick of, the people disappearing or ghosting you that you're sick of. If you actually want to be taken seriously, you have to be prepared to sacrifice the bullshit. And by the way, sacrificing the bullshit can mean giving up the guy so that you can go out there and find someone who's serious, or it can mean sacrificing the current dynamic and taking the risk to graduate it into something more. The death of the bullshit you have with him right now and the birth of a better new dynamic that you have with this person because they now take you more seriously. So I'm on a campaign right now for those people who want something real to show you exactly how to create it. I want to walk you down the path that you actually want to go down because this isn't about an unrealistic level of optimism. I know how hard it is to meet someone you Yeah, 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 yeah,
0: yeah. He
1: basically just starts pitching his business. Um <clears throat> Choo, 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 choo. there we go okay yeah At the end of the video he just starts pitching um but anyways can you hear me mm-hmm okay Yeah. okay cool yeah I was but... watching that <laughs> I wanted to buy his book okay <laughs> but yeah very long video I think we should make up for it with talking because we didn't I didn't realize it was gonna be that long um but anyways what'd you think what'd you think
2: well I think he was pretty spot on i mean just because i mean yes it is popular now to just go on uh i was about to say reddit that's not what i, <laughs> what I was saying uh to go on a uh, shoot the swipe right swipe left swipe Casualty left bakes. um uh but the app the uh, apps to like online yeah maybe? the app is what it's and a... do like a one night stand or you know mm-hmm. not even try and go into it like oh i want maybe this person and i could potentially have a long-term relationship or you know or just have some fun like clean fun but instead it's go on a date go home have sex you know that's kind of the what dating is kind of like nowadays Mm -hmm. and but i don't think that it's that's the whole thing i agree with him that if you want something like to find somebody and to maybe it doesn't work out but you make a a nice friend out of it, you know, or maybe they introduce you to somebody through and, you know, you connect, then you can look for that. But you've got you know, you put you get what you put out. Yep. So if time. you're if you're putting out the energy like you just wanna like fifteen people in like the next four weeks that you just sleep with, then that's probably what you're gonna get. But if you're actually out there looking for potential wife, husband, you know, or just like long term relationship, like more than I guess I would consider it more than a year would be yeah. a long-term relationship. Then you got to be putting that out there. Yeah, I. Agree. And perhaps those apps aren't the best. Well, I, I guess not, because I've known some people who've met the people they've married through, like dating apps. So. But
1: how long have they been married for, though?
2: Well, I mean, they're close to my age, so three years, two years. Yeah. Okay. But still, I mean, they, they got they got down the aisle. Okay. I mean, marriage is a big commitment. It is. And if you break it up, it's a really big pain in the butt.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but, like, I think I agree with everything that you said. And I also feel like with, I, I I feel like in today's society, in today's society, like, we sort of, like, strive for more short-term gratification rather than long-term gratification. Like, that's, like, that's what those dating apps really kind of, like, satisfy the urge to, like, get that, like, short-term gratification, like, hookups and stuff like that. Yeah, And that's just kind of been ingrained in, like, I feel like, you know, the millennial generation are, well, you're millennial actually, I'm Gen Z actually, so, and I feel like, also like what you see in media, I feel like that really influences like kids, like people growing up, and so it's like, they think like they're going to get like these long lasting relationships out of like these meaningless apps and all this stuff, like, oh, I can find somebody on Tinder, I know people who still think like they can find a boyfriend or a girlfriend on Tinder, and it's really like, no, And even maybe hinge but i know the whole idea of hinge is sort of like you know uh it's the app you're supposed to delete you know that whole commercial thing where it's like um, Mm uh you're supposed to find your long lasting partner but even, even then even then i still think people are going on there just for hooking up so it's like i feel like a lot of people maybe they don't feel like they're they're able to find one so they're just like living in the moment or whatever or i feel like maybe just Marriage nowadays isn't even really t- t- taken all that seriously. Like, I don't believe the 50% statistic. I, I think it's a little bit skewed because it varies, um, you know, like divorce wise. Well, and uh, I think
2: he was right when he said it's hard to find that one person. Like, it is hard. It's incredibly And difficult. I don't, and I don't, and it's going to take a lot of, you know, going out there dating people that are, pr- you're probably going to date more people that aren't be- yep. before you find the one. And I just don't think our generation is equipped with the patience to do that, which is why yeah. they do that one, one and done kind of thing, and or the one night stand. I and agree. yeah, and I mean, and to your point about the media, I mean, when I was watching this video and he was talking, I was thinking about Jersey Shore. I don't know if anybody's watched that <laughs> show, watch show but Shore. like Jersey, Jer- I watched Jersey Shore too. I, Jersey I Shore, love Jersey Shore, but every <laughs> night, like every night though, it was to go out. Mm-hmm. And find someone you could bring back, and then have sex with, and then they leave, and the next night you're on to the next club and the next hopeful person that you find, <laughs> and it was yeah. never like. And I mean, that was the kind of stuff, and that was back in like 2011, 2012. I mean, it's gotten even far worse with the music, like, uh, like at the Grammys with um, what's her name? Um, shoot, um, Meg Stallion, but the I'll other one, oh
1: Megan the Stallion.
2: But the other one, the and ones that actually, Bean. yeah, Cardi B, like that kind of stuff. And another video we watched was about um, with uh, Candace Owens talking about yes, about yes. women. Really, about- it was more about, it was really about women and how they portray themselves. Mm-hmm. But she said, you know, she put, threw men in there too and said, you know, men, how can you expect men to, how can you hate on men for wanting a traditional woman when you're out there doing stuff that they don't find attractive, maybe for a long-term thing, but maybe...
1: Maybe short-term fun. I I thought I was going to have to bring it up. but No, No,
2: but like short-term fun. I get what she said, like when you're short-term fun when you're younger, but it's not... She said it perfectly. It's not someone I would want to bring home to mom or bring over to my grandmother.
1: And the thing is, I feel like... I feel like as women, at least in America, I can't speak for other countries, but at least in America, like, our values have changed like very differently um even from like the 80s it's sort of like you know like we're working more and more in the workforce um we're earning a lot of money like more than ever honestly right now just off of our looks even like there are women who are literally making like six figures just because they're pretty or they're Uh presenting themselves in a certain way that's marketable And, um, but the issue is they still want the same type of guy. Like they, like we have kind of changed. I feel like, like at least women, I I can, I'm speaking for women. I'm not speaking for women, but like from my, my, my own female perspective, I feel like women have changed a lot where the values don't match up anymore with what they want. Like, what you just said, like, women, like, when they talk about what kind of guy they want, I'm thinking of a traditional man, but I'm looking at them, and I'm seeing the way they are, and, like, their values and all that stuff, I'm not seeing it, I'm not seeing a traditional woman, you know what I mean? So, it's like, the thing is, um, I feel like, if you can have different beliefs, I believe in that, to have a successful relationship, but you have to have the same values or it's going to be too conflicting i feel like and like it might work in the beginning okay but like i feel like in the long run it won't it's like it's like uh, an atheist dating a catholic my boyfriend said it wouldn't work if you're like a like a serious catholic i i don't know Mm -hmm. because i'm not catholic i'm like seventh day adventist or whatever but i'm i'm cool i'm totally cool with their values and all that stuff but i even like i've been to like their their masks and all that stuff. I mm-hmm. I don't think it would
2: I'm, work. I'm, I'm, I'm a practicing Catholic. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I don't know. I don't I don't know. But like, I don't think it would work, honestly. Like, I, I'm no. cool with it because I share similar values. But even just you know being there with my boyfriend and like their family gatherings and all that stuff, I don't think it would work. So, um, I think um going back to female and male, I, I just feel like values have changed so much on the female side. I don't know about the guy side, though. That, that's why I was curious at McNally I watched some. Videos on the struggles of modern day men and like the changing like you know uh, climate or whatever for men like there's a drive or whatever I don't know but as far as women goes it's like they want six figure dude they need to be six foot tall they need to be handsome and all this stuff and it's like and they don't want to pay bills but they want to keep all their money and have the guy pay for all this stuff like a traditional man would I guess do Um, and I think it would be kind you know considered high standards right. but with the rise of women, and I'm curious of this, I'm, I'm asking you this McNally in chat, with the rise of women making more and more money, I feel like it's still not like a lot, but it's, it's noticeable. Um, do you think it's fair them to say, hey, uh, unless he's making as much as me or more, I'm not going to date him? Like, you know, hypergamy, basically. So like, what do you think about that?
2: I mean, I'm sure there are women that do that. But I wouldn't say that's the total because if you switched it around, I mean, to be frank, for many, many, many years, men were always pretty much bringing home the hire, even if it was a both like two working parent home. Mm -hmm. And that's just based on women choosing careers that were typically not paid as well as other careers. And so if you were to switch that around, I mean, there would never be any men dating any women because most women paid were paid le- made less so i don't think it is right i'm sure there are some i haven't experienced any women that have done that to me mm-hmm. um i'm sure they exist but i to go back to that one video with candace owens i don't think necessarily they're happy as other women who probably, you know, it's fine if you want to put your entire life into your career and focus. And if that's what you want to do, that's your life. You can go ahead and do that. And you don't want to think about either having a man or having children or building a family. But if you, if you really, I think where you really want to be happy is trying to find that balance. Um, But I don't think it's right for women to say, well, now that I'm making more than men, because women are, You know, even though the media says they aren't, women are graduating more than men, and women are going for bigger jobs, which is fine. But I don't think it's right for a woman to go. Well, he doesn't make as much as me, because I think in a relationship, I think it's. And she said this, and then I read the comments after, and a lot of people agreed. It's an even like you have my back, I have yours. When when you're busy at work, and you know I get off and you can't cook so i'll cook or yeah. when i'm busy at work you get off you go cook you know yeah. i think it's it's like you it's kind of like yin and yang you kind of cover each other's backs when you know or if you have a fault cover you vice versa i don't think it's this huge thing where it has to be women against men you know like women yeah. are making more so therefore women are better i you know i know that's how i
1: 100 percent agree with that but i feel like they're kind of making it that way and it shouldn't be that way you know what i mean because like we're calling for equality right but there's not um but i i feel like the issue is people don't understand when they when they mean what they say equality because equality really in my opinion and like also what i've heard is equal opportunity but equal outcomes is not like, possible correct. so, but people think that's what's supposed to mean, well, I guess. <laughs> well, free. I know. yeah, no, but I, know I mean, know, a woman,
2: it's... a woman, I mean, I well, Candace Owens is a perfect example. Yeah. She has found a way to become successful in her career while also having a husband, a baby. So this whole belief that, well, women have to choose between one, I think is stupid and asinine I because stupid.
0: yeah it, I, agree. I, I mean,
2: even my own mom. she has a career. And she left, well, yeah, but she left to raise children and, you know, was always asked, why would you do that, you know? And she said, well, because I found being a mother to be a full-time job. And she said, I wanted to spend it with my kids. And then eventually when we were old enough and, you know, she went back to work. Mm -hmm. But I I don't think that, I I don't think women are as happy as they used to be. And I think as they used to be, and I don't think that's because they should just get in the kitchen. But I think they're missing a part of life, which is we're very social beings and we like to be around even if you're introvert you still like to be around somebody you have you know you still want to talk to somebody and let them know that you're you know ch- just even to check in you know and just be like hey want to go out to dinner or something yeah and I, I think women that focus on their careers aren't as happy nowadays
1: yeah and i agree actually there's two points i want to bring up because like, you brought up a really good point with um women and unhappiness and careers and i talked about the, this with my boyfriend as well um when I, um, when I was bringing up the whole equality thing, I was gonna bring up the double standard when it comes to um, su- your support system in your relationship. So like when I was talking about like women making more than ever now and wh- whatnot, and be- still but still believing in hypergamy. Um, but the thing is, it's like when a when a girl who doesn't make anywhere near as much as a guy dates a guy, it's totally fine, right? But mm-hmm. if the genders were reversed, you know, equality and that, equality and all that stuff, it should be okay, right? But it yeah. doesn't mm-hmm. exist, really. Like in a lot of situations. Like the thing is, um, why? For example, when I was watching Fresh and Fit, this dating podcast, a lot of the girls on there said that yeah, I dated a guy who made less than me, and it was totally fine. And they're like, okay, are y'all still together? And they're like, no. So like a lot of women really don't commit to men who make less than them, but men do for women. But we're calling for equality, right? So isn't isn't that a double standard? If you think, because I, I feel like I a mean, lot it of is, people yeah. would say, like, they wouldn't. So... The thing is, um, with what you're talking about with, um, shoot, you're talking about women becoming more like, you know, less ha- happy nowadays because they're taking on like these higher paying jobs, but you know, higher paying jobs means you have a-
2: Which I mean, if you're, your if that's what you want to yeah, do- Yeah, and that's fine. Go for it. That's but totally if...
1: fine, but don't do it because of a social imperative though. No, well, absolutely like, not. Yeah. I think they're doing it for a social imperative in my opinion. I can't speak because, I, I mean, I work in accounting, okay? That's just hard, okay? I definitely cannot do accounting and have a household. I can barely maintain my own household without my boyfriend. So, and I'm I'm only like an accountant one. I can only imagine what it's like when you're like a senior accountant or you're a manager. I couldn't even imagine. So, I feel like, and I'm not saying again like the women's place is at home or whatever, but I feel like there's probably a lot more women who are forcing themselves to take on these, you know, high-end careers because of, you know, the current narrative right now like women can do anything and they should be working and like you know aspire to be like the manager or the ceo or but, yeah you should never
2: do anything you should never do anything just because a bunch of people you on the media or a song or an actress or yeah, actor says but, you should yeah you should live your own you should live your life based on what you want and if it's a if it's a huge career and you're willing to sacrifice family and relationships and all that then you go for it go you know go yeah, with god I feel but like if started, but yes, don't sorry. hate Don't, no, no, it's fine. I mean, don't hate on the woman, though, that wants to, you know, maybe she she does want to have a successful career, but also maybe she wants a husband. Yeah. And maybe she wants to, at some point, have children, and maybe she does want to be a stay-at-home mom for a couple years when they're younger. And that's completely fine as well and completely doable.
1: I agree Um, with that. And I hate when women actually, like, um, rank on women like that, though. Yeah, well, I mean,
2: being a stay-at-home mom is a really hard job you wear a lot of hats in
1: itself it's not i i've heard the term and i think someone in chat said it it's called like internalized misogyny and it's like what like yeah what that's like a new word or whatever but
2: (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's like you've been around men so much that their misogyny has taken over you or something like that at least that's what i came to understand.
1: but the thing is it's like that's that's unfair because you know but what was the whole point of feminism? Like the whole point? to let
2: women choose what they yeah, wanted to do. Yeah, we're
1: supposed to have options. So I feel like yeah. fourth wave feminism. I'm not trying to get political, okay? Um, I feel like you don't have an option now. I feel like women are supposed to, you're expected to work and be as good as a man or whatever. And it's like I think yeah. that's BS. And I yeah, feel like I that's agree. really actually factoring into the dating scene. That's like circled back on the whole dating, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like that really factors into um the dating scene because a lot of these women. When they're talking, like, with that lady, when she was asking that question and she was talking about mm-hmm. her story, she was like, men are intimidated My, are my friends tell me that my uh, f- men are intimidated yeah, I, by, by mm. my smarts. That is BS. I'm tired of hearing that. Guys, yeah. w- are women, whatever, women men are not intimidated by how smart you are it it, it really could be a fact it could be a multiple multitude of things i've never met
2: i've (laughs) never met like a guy uh, like have had a guy friend who's been like oh man i can't date her. she's too smart or she knows she like can't she can keep up a conversation (laughs) usually that's what you want is at least a woman with
1: yeah
2: that can keep up a conversation and like knows Mm -hmm. what we're talking about I've never heard somebody say, I just want an idiot. That's what I want. I just right. want like someone with nothing in yes. between. and I agree ears. with that. And
1: that, that brings up another good point. I was watching a podcast um, last night, Fresh and Fit again. I, an actual rich dude was on there. He owns like estates or something in Miami. So he's rich, rich. And he was talking about, because like, there was a lot of pretty women there. There was an exceptionally pretty girl there. And she was talking about what she brings to the table. And she's like, well, I'm I'm pretty. I look good. When you come home, I'll be in lingerie. That's and, not going
2: to last forever. Exactly. though. Exactly. So
1: and he was talking about, okay, though, but, like, do you got a degree or something? Like, what do you do? Like, what, do you, what exactly do you do other than provide sex? Like, are, are you just pretty? Like, she's like, I'm a bad bitch. And I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, okay. So just send that bar low for yourself. But the thing is, that's the thing. A lot of guys are intimidated by girls who are smart. Like, they don't want girls. there might be some you know guy who has like low self-esteem they're rich but they don't got much else going on and they will date those pretty girls and they may marry them but like they'll be divorced in like five years well it's like candace said
2: there's a point and there is a point for guys where we just want you know we're not looking for anything serious we're just kind of looking to have some fun and so those girls are good to date for that but eventually you grow start to I guess after twenty five, you start to when your brain is finally fully developed, you start to think, I maybe need to start looking for someone who
1: mm-hmm.
2: you know can take can take the long haul with me. And yeah. perhaps Tiffany, the model, is probably not the best. You know, uh not to say that, you know, but you know, someone who's like just and it doesn't even, not even to like go to college or anything, you know, um, but just someone who's like a quality person, you know, maybe like is willing to contribute to the relationship in a decent way and stuff.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But, but I, just I think...
2: providing sex is not really like something you can make a family or like it's build not. a foundational relationship on. Because eventually she's going to be like, I'm bored with you, I'm just going to go. Because if she's that easy to do it to that one guy, she's really easy to do it to a bunch of other guys.
1: Yeah, and I learned from these podcasts, (laughs) I keep bringing them up, but I feel like I learned so much. Um, I guess the way a woman shows commitment (laughs) is her sexual fidelity. And Mm -hmm. a way a man shows commitment is being the provider. Mm-hmm. um but apparently the, if the higher the value the man is the more you can cheat or something like that i don't wanna, i don't know mm-hmm. because I, I guess guys i guess guys have sex and women make love you know like it's a different experience but well I, I, yeah. I, either way i don't want my boyfriend cheating on me but the thing is um with, with women like when they do, do all those hookups and stuff and they're just you know having all these flings and they're not really committing that's that's a huge issue i find nowadays i feel like we're normalizing hookup culture, like, it's been normalized, it's been a while. And I, I, the thing is, it really messes with you mentally. Like, I gotta look into this more, but like, I read somewhere that the more a woman has sex, like, the more likely she's going to commit, like, you know, infidelity.
0: Mm-hmm. Because,
1: like, it, it wires you differently. Like, women aren't really meant yeah. to have sex a whole lot, and guys are, cause, you know, they're the producers, or whatever you wanna call it. I don't know what the word is. But, like, we're not really meant to have sex that much and also mm-hmm. from my experience my personal experience but it's a weird uh pattern every girl that i've ever met that has you know a lot of sex they either have depression severe low self esteem both insecurities like they have like mental issues that they're coping with through sex and I feel like a lot of girls are doing it and that's the wrong way to go about it. Well, I, and, I think, yeah, and they're absolutely. carrying that into the relationships and it makes it toxic because that scarcity mindset, you know what I mean? These girls think, mm-hmm. well, this guy is dating me. So like, this is probably- He's the good
2: only good candidate. batch that I got. Yeah, yeah I well and he's probably not.
1: He's probably not. So I don't know. I just think, I just think expectations are, are so high for- I guess the current generation when, but what they provide is so low. Does does that make sense? Yeah.
2: I mean, I I mean, I think that hookup culture is just kind of, I mean, I think it's just decimated.
1: It's meaningless. You know,
2: people make fun of like our grandparents, like 1950s, you know, I don't shit. Pretty much (laughs) met the person either in high school or college. And then you pretty much married them unless, you know, very rarely did they break up. And nowadays, it's you know who can have it's really like a competition who can have the most, I guess, partners in one sitting. And it is kind, and I mean, I think it does ruin. I mean, it definitely ruins men's minds, but I also think it makes ruins women. I think it makes them really unhappy. I I I don't think I don't think when I don't think when Cardi B is singing about like having sex with multiple men, and I don't think she's truly. Happy. At least I don't follow her on Twitter. But when she gets into Twitter beef with some people that oh you know I follow, I sometimes go and look on there, and I go through some of her tweets, and that doesn't look like a happy person, in my opinion. But I'm not a psychologist, so I'm not gonna. But she yeah. does not sound like a happy person.
1: I agree. I mean, she came from really rough background, and she's just thrown into the limelight. Like I remember on Love and Hip Hop in New York, like she didn't really have anything. And um, and I guess she's got her bag and she's successful now, but I I think her music is just trash. Like it has a good beat, but yeah. the lyrics are harmful. Like I, I people don't understand how much music can influence people. It really does. So when I listen to lyrics like Cardi B and Megan The Stallion, I'm just thinking, wow, we're raising a generation of girls who are going to be materialistic escorts, basically. Like it's just ridiculous. Don't date a guy unless he can buy you an Hermes bag, or else he's paying your bills. If he's broke,
2: well. And another thing the guy said in the video, and I saw it fly up through chat, but I'm, was like, don't don't think think of everything macro. macro. Like, you can't think of, like, if you just go into it thinking, oh my gosh, you know, the pool is, like she said, the pool is really small. You're, I mean, you're basically just admitting defeat before you even ever tried. And... He was right, and that's actually a really good example he gave was the I would have never started a business if I thought about that because what eighty five percent of new businesses fail within the first five years. actually maybe ninety percent, maybe yeah. higher like if if you don't even try, then you're automatically gonna fail. yeah, exactly. so why even try? But you should try because there is a really good chance that you may one day meet that person.
1: I agree. And not I, trying.
2: You're you're definitely not going to meet them. or her you don't uh, try. I think
1: there's another issue, though, too, with current-day relationships and expectations. I was watching this video and this woman, and I forget the pool of people, like, the sample size. Um, but basically, she, she did a survey, um, and it was uh, men and women, and she asked men, okay, um, if you guys got 80% of what you got of a person, but the 20% you didn't get, like, would you settle? And that's considered settling. I think basically all the men said yes but I think like what was it like ten or fifteen percent of women said no they would want a hundred percent and they are not settling like you get eighty percent of what you want
0: mm-hmm.
1: but basically none of them said like well fifteen percent of them said yeah but like the rest of them basically said no I wouldn't settle yeah for eighty percent so I don't know I feel like and this is a saying and um, I kind of want to hear your thoughts on it, but kind of applying it to what I'm saying right now, um, so apparently, and this is what I've heard, uh, men control access to relationships and women control access to sex, right? So, technically, like, and I know it sounds weird at first, and it sounded weird at first to me, too, because I heard it, like, a month or two ago, and I was like, what does that actually mean? But, um, in my opinion, what it means is, like, let's think about it. Women outratio men by, like, A shit ton right so and men are typically like the breadwinners the providers right like they're the ones Mm -hmm. who have like these yeah expectations that they have to meet like they have to you know prove themselves in order to be a husband or a provider or whatever you want to call it and um women depend on them and they're seeking out these high quality men in order to marry and you know commit and have a family with one day um but they can't really do that on their own um so I think in in a sense it's like well first of all men control the numbers there's there's less of them so you know I think what was it like lower supply higher demand whatever it's called
0: mm-hmm.
1: um and so like you have all these men who make a lot of money even though it's a small pool of people they're making more money um, but you have all these women so like they're able to provide sex but outside of commitment like that's about it like you're, you're not yeah. really, yeah so um hey Naruto um so like what do you think about that? Because, like, I thought that makes sense because I'm going to be honest with you. Personally, I I don't see, like, a high, like, need for men to marry if they don't want to marry. I feel like there's not, like, a social stigma against that. But when it's a woman, I I find that there's a social stigma against women. Like, oh, you're a spinster if you're not married by 30. I don't know. But what do you think about that?
2: I think there is pressure uh, from – yeah, from – I think there's less – it's not mentioned as much, but I do think there is pressure on men to get married. Oh, yeah? I mean, I know my mom's, like, always saying, like, when are you going to give me some grandchildren before I'm dead? And I'm like, I'm not even 30. She didn't even have children until she was 30. But anyway, regardless of that, I I think that, you know, I I mean, men are just as capable of holding back sex from women as women are from men. Uh, But... i guess i don't really know that's the thinker i have to think well, on because that one the
1: thing is it's like who's the one who proposes to the, to, to the person to the woman or in the relationship the man right correct the yes the man provides like it's in my most Kim households muscle? in most households when like you know it's a man or a woman this talk about traditional because i don't know about homosexual mm-hmm. households it's usually the man who's the breadwinner right uh, so yeah um, um
0: Sorry, the the cam is is, messed
1: up. So so the thing is, it's like I feel like when there's more woman, women, not singular, Mm -hmm. plural. Uh uh, oh. there you go. I was like, yeah. Sorry,
2: I was fixing the cam. That was the only way I can fix it.
1: Yeah, I was like, I was like, what happened? But yeah, so basically, the thing is, you have a large pool of women to choose from, and you're 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 the scarce, you know, scarce resource that a lot of people want that's why I think that women control access to sex because there's more, more of them. And, you know, even in today's current culture, I feel like with hookups, it's like, you can have sex with like a lot of women, but you don't really have to commit to them. You don't have Mm -hmm. to say, Hey, I'm going to be the provider, the breadwinner for you or anything like that. You can just have sex with them because you're at the end of the day, you're the one who has control of like, okay, you're the
2: hot commodity. You're
1: the hot commodity. Yeah. I like that actually. So I feel like, that's why it's a bit of a dichotomy with women. It's like I feel like with the power balance, I feel like I still feel like men are still like at an advantage because you're the breadwinner. And even though there are women who are making six figures right now, when they get older and they don't have a man to commit to, I think that's going to hurt them more because there's going to be plenty of women who will commit to men who do share similar values that they have. Um, and who aren't making six figures but that's fine because I mean at the end of the day I I think this is what I hear I'm just assuming but men don't really care how much money women make they don't they don't really care like about how much money they make really like they're like uh are you pretty are you can you you talk do you want kids (laughs) like all that stuff
2: big life decisions that last longer I mean you can always get another job that pays you more you know but yeah everybody has a time when we can have kids between, you know, and that's just medical. I mean, you, eventually a woman cannot have children at a certain age, and men really can't, kind of. I mean, they can, but, at, at, you know, when you're 60, I don't think you want to be taking care of a two-year-old.
1: Yeah, no. So,
2: so I mean, I, I mean, do I think, I, I mean, I don't know. In the United States, I guess it, I always heard that it was women, it was like 50- the population was 51% women, 50% men, so re- rather close. Yeah. But um, just a little bit more women than there are men. Yeah, but, but yeah. Still, I mean, I, I think that to just kind of go back to the dating, to just kind of go back to the dating scene, you know? I, I think that it it's this just mad rush to find that person. And I think people are so scared of not being able to find that one person that they're just willing to, well, if I can't find, kind of like that lady, well, if I can't find them, might as well just go have... As much sex as I possibly could.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, Honestly, I don't know if
2: that's necessarily what she was saying. No, but I hear
1: that though. Th- I really do. Yeah. I hear that, like, even on, like, they'll casually say, like, on a TV show, like, well, oh, let's go have a hookup that we'll regret the next day. Like, I've heard that, like, several times. And it, I, I get that it's a joke, but I feel like mm-hmm. there's a little bit of truth to some jokes. Because um, I feel like yeah. I definitely have heard that when I was in college. Um, but yeah, yeah. I, yeah, it's the scarcity mindset. Yeah. It's that, it's the mindset I feel with a lot of people because we're so exposed. I feel like we're so exposed, like we, like how we see other people in relationships, like, oh, they're so well, happy. And,
2: yeah, on Instagram, Instagram, and Facebook and and, and
1: Snapchat, and oh, I don't use Snapchat, Facebook, or whatever the kids, yeah, social things. media, social yeah. media. Yeah.
2: And you want that, but, yeah. and, but you know, like he said, it's it's relationship find that one person that you're going to spend the rest of your life with is really hard and you're going to have to you're gonna have to do the digging you know and do the work and you know if you're not into that and you just want to have meaningless sex for the rest of your life that's fine you may not be the happiest you could be but you know don't be like don't well don't hate on men and be like oh i just i can't find a decent yeah, man yeah you know perhaps
1: what? i'm tired of hearing that shit. there's no good men out there yes they are they're just not dating you <laughs> i'm just saying well, and
2: <laughs> perhaps you're not perhaps you're not looking in the right area you're not I, looking yeah. at the right group of men because like for me it was like a certain time where it was like okay you know just for fun you know go out on this day then go out on this date, you know nothing serious mm-hmm. but then eventually you get a little bit older and you're like okay I need to maybe start slowing it down just a little bit and looking, start, you know, you can still have fun, but, you know, start looking for a more serious, you know, kind of thing. Someone I would want to bring home to mom, kind of like what Candace Owens mentioned in her video. And, you know, perhaps you need to start looking at those type of men. And it's, it's like what he's, it's what... Candice, I'm referencing that video because it was actually a really good video. Yeah. Um, what Candace said, you attract what you put out there. Yep. So if you want a really serious man who you would want to spend the rest of your life with, start putting that out there. Yep. Don't,
1: and just don't go to the club. It's like whatever. Sorry, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. like whenever I like, I watch these because I watch videos of women complaining about there's no good of men out there, and I was watching this one in particular. It was like when I, when I was listening to her like dating history because your dating history I think is very telling. Of Like the kind of men you do attract or I guess you're willing to allow into your life They sounded they sounded toxic But I wasn't sure if it was coming from her or from the man because she was really ambiguous And I feel like maybe it was her because she was leaving some stuff out So maybe she was mm-hmm. initiating it But anyways, the thing is it's like what can someone says you put out what you get what you put out so if you're a promiscuous woman or you like a certain type of guy or whatever, because I I see how people on Twitter all the time. These girls are saying, I was on this date with like this dude who couldn't who didn't even know what the word uh, liability meant, and it was like she's like I'm tired of dating these dudes, and it's like, okay, you just posted your L online, like basically you just you're attracting this kind of, these kind of guys. So it's like clearly because clearly she thinks that she deserves a higher quality man, but she's. She's entertaining these lower quality men. And it's
2: not like you can't become, like, Yeah, better. no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, the lower quality men, which I don't think there is just, like, low quality and, like, high quality. I think it's just, like, well, she growing up. Was
1: low, sorry, I didn't mean to call him low quality, but she thought she yeah. thought he was low quality. I don't know. Like, everybody knows what, what liability means. That's okay.
2: Yeah, well, I'm, and maybe he was a little bit younger, you know? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I don't I know. Don't, I wasn't I, there. Yeah, she didn't. So,
1: no one was there, but she... Put it out there. It was
2: but, like, you know, he may be a really great guy. Maybe he just yeah, doesn't know what exactly. that word is. I mean, exactly. for, and that's kind of the stupid thing is the willingness to overshare stuff like on Twitter. Like, there are th- some things that i don't like twitter i don't get twitter because some people on twitter feel like sharing every single solitary thought that runs through their minds yep and (laughs) there are things that people i've seen people put out on like facebook and instagram i'm like i would never let anyone ever know that or let no let people know and i was like so i i feel like kind of shame on her for kind of doing that to that guy
1: yeah because it could have been really nice you know like just because he didn't know what one word meant like god damn but it, and th- tell that's them, the thing that's what know? i see a lot is not, not even we're we're focusing too much on the word but like the thing is mm-hmm. it's like it was something so minuscule like it didn't even matter honestly at the end yeah. of the day i I, no. I see that a lot though like i don't know if it's if guys do this but i see girls do this a lot is like they hyper focus on one little flaw and they just inflate it and they just Mm -hmm. make it a justification to not like date the guy
2: well that just tells me that they're not really mature ready to commit yeah and and ready to commit commit. i mean i agree and guys do the same thing they do um i was curious yeah but it, it just tells me perhaps you're not ready to Take the next, like, serious step, you know, you know not what? marriage, but like, yeah, date for more than a year.
1: I agree. I honestly, at the end of the day, and History Bo brought this up, it could be a good closing point. I don't know. I think, if honestly, I'm not trying to like call out women, but it's my opinion. I'm not trying to like state this as a fact. I feel like if women keep up with like you know the high standards, and, you know, like a lot of women, like, you know, um, initiate divorces, I don't know if it's 80% it's a little bit high but it, it, it's probably around that area if they keep like if we keep seeing this pattern you're gonna see a lot more prenups being asked from non-rich men and you're probably gonna see a lot more just like a lowering rate of the marriage you know like i could see a lot of men just not wanting to get married because men get fucked over in um what's it called a uh, divorce court Like they really do and family court family court and family court like Is so biased in the court system when it comes to men and women, it's not even funny. And I, mm. I think it's completely unfair and it's not equality at all. So I, I feel like if there's not a change I, we're, we're gonna see a lot of single people like you are gonna see a lot of shacking up Is that that's what my mom calls it shacking up when you're living with mm-hmm. your girlfriend yeah, no, yeah. and you're not married uh, You're gonna see yeah. a lot of that because they don't want to sacrifice so much for you know They're probably gonna get divorced or whatever. I think it's, it's, it's a huge risk. So and I don't blame them I really don't because if I were a guy no, was... I wouldn't want um, this Some course,
2: woman <laughs> coming in and cleaning your yeah clock.
1: Uh, yeah like oh she got the fucking house she got the kids she got the car she got like half of my ing- my savings or whatever and I got paid and, so pay- and, yeah, and you're, well, uh, yeah, you're paying, and your yeah you yeah because the thing is it's like it's the craziest thing it's like um remember when jeff bezos got divorced and his um, wife became his wife, the richest yeah, woman yeah and people people were giving her so much merit for it and it was like bullshit she, she just got that money through a divorce you can't you're not gonna tell me oh she invested in his business and her father helped her or whatever she was she she was not running that business like that was jeff bezos that's why he's called the owner like, yeah. she didn't earn that money at all. Like, she didn't earn it. I don't think she earned it at all, and people are giving her merit for it, but I guarantee you, if the gingers were swapped, they would not be asked... They, they wouldn't be giving Jeff Bezos any props. So that's how biased I think it is. And I feel I feel sorry for men in that regard. Like, I think it's complete bullshit that you can become a millionaire or a billionaire or make a lot of money overnight just because they got a divorce. So they're gonna have, yeah. to, they're gonna have to change that, but, you know, I'm rambling. Uh, but yeah. I think that's, like current like situation that we're in right now i feel it's like with a, a relationship like you're aspiring to have a committed relationship like you want to get married mm-hmm. and all that stuff but then he had to consider all these factors because the thing is i'm tired of hearing the reasons for divorce is oh we uh, we had unreconcilable differences or we became different people I I'm tired of hearing that. Like you had to work past through that. that. That's the whole point of a marriage, you know. So yeah. if you can't do that, if you can't get past that stuff, you, you were never ready to be married at all. Unless you, unless he was a serial killer or he was doing like illegal stuff. If it was just a different shift in person i don't know like unless it was super crazy there shouldn't be a reason for a divorce because you didn't like the way he talked to you one time or something like that Mm -hmm. um yeah i see it all the time like those reasons and it's just i don't know i feel like a lot of people aren't like you said earlier mcnally are being provided the tools to have a successful relationship and then you know we're seeing a lot of single parent households now too and that's not helping at all like in order to,
2: i mean that's a whole that's a whole psychological thing that it I
1: is but it, if you don't have a solid foundation from the get-go how would you know what well if you life? don't
2: well yeah if you don't have two parents that yeah. you can learn what a relationship should be which but is that, equal men and women helping each for other
1: everyone i'm just saying it's harder um yeah and i don't know the stats on uh kids who grew up in single-parent household i don't
2: to, either but. i don't
1: either but i'm just saying i, I feel like it would be difficult because i grew up in a single-parent household but i knew both my parents but mm-hmm. um but but they both gave me the tools to understand hey don't do what we did you should probably do this and so far it's working <laughs> i guess but so i'm a, i am ai do not know if i'm a special case or not but yeah i just think um i think as of right now it is very complicated I don't know if it's, like, the worst it's ever been because I wasn't I wasn't alive in the 1950s or back in the days when um, marriages were more successful. I, I probably could just go ask an older person that. But I feel like with social media, just more exposure in general, um, changing um socioeconomic factors and all that stuff with men and women, I think that's playing a huge part into why a lot of people probably aren't going to, like, find... um, yeah, you know, the, one, the, one. the one. I think it's harder now than ever, and... I don't know. I just think it's complicated. Like, that's, in one word, if I could describe the current dating scene. Well, are we
2: gonna... Are we gonna close up with some yep. talks from the chat?
1: Oh, yeah, so guys, uh, we, we've been rambling on too long, but does anybody want to come on the voice call in the OTL podcast Discord and give us your thoughts? Like, you can come on... You don't gotta put the video on. We're not gonna require you to do that, because I would be shy to do that. But does anyone want to come on? And... um uh give us your thoughts questions opinions criticisms uh <laughs> be nice that's all i like that spider cookie <laughs> be nice um or if you want to ask your question through chat that's totally fine we won't require you to be on voice call we can just um ask oh yeah actually thank you McNally. that's probably to mm-hmm. do that um and
2: yeah, gonna take a while to get in the chat so oh okay it's gonna take about a day
1: oh okay um you, can, you you can also just ask your chat if you, if you if you don't wanna have your voice on Twitch. I totally get that. Anybody? Anybody Well there could be a delay, so I'm just gonna give it like a look. Uh, minutes. Yeah, I always forget there's a delay on Twitch. Like I don't Yeah.
2: Know. Especially if you're on your uh mobile device, there's a huge
1: delay. Oh yeah. I hate my I own didn't Twitch really. mobile. I hate it
2: so much. I didn't realize <laughs> how big of a de- delay there was until i had like a stream up on my computer and i was on my phone and had it on my phone because i was watching it while i was doing stuff and then i sat down on my computer i was like i'm like 15 minutes ahead on the computer than i was on the phone yeah it's crazy
1: it's crazy uh we'll give it like a couple more minutes and then um give her
2: grandson akit that's not how that works
1: Uh, i think you're seeing the chat sooner than me right oh I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm just I'm, too nice and only had two relationships and still young. I have no opinion.
0: Yeah, I mean, that?
1: if you're young, I guess you're inexperienced and... Um, well, not inexperienced, but, like, you still got a lot to learn. Like, you know, more growing opportunities. Uh, but, yeah, I get that. Like, I totally get that. I'm young, too. I'm not I'm not that old. So, what do you how
2: think about... Oh, no, I was just... What do you think about how boys without fathers and how most major mass shooters don't have father figures. Wait, we're not gonna really get, in, we're not gonna get uh, into mass shooting. I don't wanna talk shootings. about that.
1: <laughs> I don't wanna talk about school. Sh- uh, talking about relationships. Shooters. We're talking about, talk relationships about relationships history, but like, goddamn, get you all know, serious in the
2: chat. <laughs> it's a different topic. That's a, a very different topic, topic. topic for a different, yeah, that would for a a different podcast.
1: podcast. Yeah, I don't even know if we'll even do a podcast on that. <laughs> That's a different
2: podcast.
1: That's a different po- uh, podcast. Let me rephrase that. Please do. <laughs>
2: You are a good man, Eckett. H- how lack, lack of, of father, father figures can, really can mess
1: up a kid. I... Well, it can,
2: it can mess up both a, both a boy and a girl, I think, differently. Yeah. But I think it can mess them both up.
1: Daddy issues equal, is a I, thing. Yeah,
2: for both. Because a, a boy needs a man, like a father, to show him how to... Be a man. Be a man. And a woman needs to see what a good man is. So when she yeah. goes to look for one, if she wants one... <laughs> she knows what to look for and yeah. what's you know oh i shouldn't be beaten every night you know
1: yeah i mean because the thing is that's why <laughs> that's why daddy issues is a thing hi like, that's why I, honestly and i feel sorry for girls who go through this but it's obvious it's kind of obvious when a girl has daddy issues like she's just hooking up or whatever she don't know nothing and that's why i know i know a lot of guys target those girls because they're easy unfortunately not all of them but the girls who do have daddy issues and um i think it's unfortunate because again single parent households and more likely than not it's usually the mom who's raising the kids and for guys i agree with you mcnally a woman cannot show a boy how to be a man like it's it's hard it's really really hard and i respect women who raise sons like kevin hart he he was raised by a single mom and his brother too um unfortunately he's a cheater but he seems like a decent guy (laughs) outside of that and i commend them for that um, but I, I think, I don't know. I think it, it can mess up. A, it can potentially mess up a kid. Um, but I don't, I, I can't say it's a hundred percent, but you do need both parents in the household. I feel you need that nurturing side. You need that, the, the side of the, you know, principles, like, you know, the principle, I, I, I don't know. Okay. Uh, popping in a relationship sucks. Yes. No, I totally didn't just get in a relationship two days ago. Yeah, Papa... <laughs> I was about to
2: say, Maisie, you just got a new boyfriend.
1: <laughs> I grew up without a father. I literally didn't need a man to show me how to be a man, whatever that means. Well, yeah, that's why we said, like, I guess in, unless you have like a like a show like father you know, figure, like a if you have a father figure, or if you have like a grandpa or, if you have one, or... But, like we're not saying it's the case for all of them, but that's just sort of like um like what happens a lot of the time so i guess you're fortunate i got sent up because he's easy oh sorry for the shooter statistic i was just trying to address how serious lack of a male role model can be for a boy i mean it can be potentially serious of course it's not happening all the time though as we can tell but it can be serious Um, and maybe that's why a lot of these women out here are, you know, gonna be, like, end up not married, because a lot of women don't have father figures, unfortunately. Um, so, I mean, there's that. I mean, because if you don't know what a a man, you know, a decent man is, and, like, what you should want in a man, then how would you know how to date someone? You know what I mean? And, um, what was I gonna say? Oh, shoot. That, That brought up a really good point. Shoot.
2: We love. We love a uh, two Christmases trash.
1: Fuck. Okay, I forgot. No Damn. No, it's probably
2: for the best because we're coming up on our. Yeah,
1: we're coming up we pretty ran close. Yeah. Um. So, does anybody else have anything? We got one. We got time for one more. If anybody wants to come in the in the voice chat or whatever.
0: Ooh.
1: Or one Paws more.
2: Pause. Champ. Pause. Champ.
1: champ. What? Pause. Champ.
2: Oh, pause. Champ. Pause. Champ. You don't know the twitch lingo when you're waiting for something you say poschamp
1: champ. okay sorry i'm not cringe like that just kidding <laughs> that, that's that's twitch lingo no. that's all the big twitch streamers I don't talk do fucking lingo man i can't do it it's, it's, it's the
2: jargon of twitch
1: jargon okay i will never be big enough to care to do that uh <laughs>
2: you never know shit,
1: if i if i do no. I, I still won't do it <laughs>
2: You never know um, it may come up
1: And my parents got divorced at an early age every week we would go to different households but bad for the mindset but hey two of every holiday was nice actually that was me trash bandicoot my parents got divorced at a very young age um i was three years old basically so it didn't really affect me because i was like pretty young to not even really remember it and i saw both of my parents regularly but i agree it definitely does mess up your mindset a little bit um but I don't know. It depends on the kid for me. I'm pretty, like, level-headed. Like, I, I may see a little, like, off-hinged on, on stream or whatever, but, like, most of the time I'm pretty, like... I, I handle things, like, as it comes in a calm manner or whatever. So I don't really let a lot of things affect me, but I totally... I, I understand, like, internally how that affects you for sure. Um, And relationship-wise, it I don't know. I feel like it could make you think that... I don't know. It, relationships are, are so fragile and... You know commitment is not a common thing which i don't know is it a common thing a commitment nowadays? i feel like it is but it's not you know not for everyone mm-hmm. but for for a lot of people too i don't know i i don't know but it looks like nobody has anything else to say um do you want to do a raid mcnally bad father figures sure. can be just as damaging as snow.
2: sure yeah. who do you want to raid? i don't know anybody doing podcasts
1: uh, I mean, we don't you have to, do to we don't have to raid a pot. I mean, unless you guys uh, want to
2: go. <laughs> well, let me see. Hold on one yeah, second. I, let me I see don't... if there's anybody we could raid. Um, that would appreciate it. I guess we could raid. I mean, you pick, because it'll ultimately okay, be Okay, uh, you, you guys are,
1: are going to see my screen. Um, it's like, no, you're not. You picked a person. Oh, shit. I'm not logged into the the Twitch thing. Let's see. Asuna's streaming right now. Oh, Asuna Rammy is streaming.
2: Let's do Asuna.
1: Asuna? Okay. Yeah, we both have... like Asuna. Oh, shit. I'm not even logged in, though. I gotta log out.
2: Badfather can be just as damaging as... No. No, that's true.
1: Yeah, I agree with that. <laughs> oh, shit. Now I gotta go in
2: the email. Sorry, uh, will you be? will you be streaming? I will be after, after this. Yeah. At Twitch.tv/NervousRambler, Nervous Rambler. I, I be, also.
1: I will be streaming RE8 though, and I know Trash Bandicoot and uh, I can't watch because spoilers. But if you if you don't want if you want spoilers, uh, I'll be streaming.
2: I will be streaming too. I'll be streaming with a with a bunch of people uh, oh. playing. We're gonna be screwing around in uh, GTA. Nice. with a bunch with a couple of people so if you guys i'll be streaming probably like five minutes after this because it takes me a minute to set all my personal stuff all up right, so. so
1: let's go raid asuna she's playing phasmophobia cool all right well thank you guys for watching and giving us your input um we'll see you in two weeks right
2: Mignoli? yes uh so not next so that'll next, put us the at morning. the 28th the 28th, the 28th of of May.
1: Um, of May, same also, time, same place. Same time, same place. And if you guys have any ideas for like topics you want us to talk about, let us know in the Discord. And um I guess with that, uh we'll head on over to Asuna's channel. But Bye,
0: have a guys. good weekend, guys. Bye. Bye. Okay. Oh shit! I got in stream.